the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Get your diving suit on. We're going to look at the deep things of God next, here on Times of Refreshing. This is Times of Refreshing, thewellchurch.net. You can find us there online. We invite you to join us today as we turn our attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 16. We're going to focus in on the deep things of God. It's oftentimes a very refreshing moment when we can sit and ponder these deep things rather than just the quick surface issues that come up more often than not as Christians. The deep things of God is where we're at. Join us with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. Here's our teacher and pastor, Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. You know, walking with God is such an adventure because the depths of his person and the reality of his being begins to invade your life. Um, he begins to reveal himself in various ways, not only just his person, but also the things that he has in store for us, the things that he has prepared for us, and the things that he freely gives us. And we're going to see this here in the scripture. And so we've been talking about this year, about going deeper in God. And, you know, I think that one of the things that we have to have to understand about going deeper is there's, there's no way you can go deeper without being acquainted with the Holy Spirit. Because you're going to see here, he's the one that unveils things, discloses things, gives revelation concerning things, that helps us really to access um, the mind of God as you go in this journey. You know, God is not spooky or weird. You know, but there is a mysterious element and aspect to him. And that's just a matter of us getting in the presence of the Holy Spirit and then allowing him to unveil those things. So they just become a part of of who you are and you're just getting a greater glimpse of of him. But he's not he's not, you know, spooky, y'all. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, people think the weirder you get, the more closer to God you must be. If I could just become weird. (laughs) you know that's not deep y'all that's not deep and jesus was very common but but there was a depth to his person that made him different remember that judas had to come and kiss jesus for the for the the pharisees and the sadducees and the people who came to arrest him for the people to come to arrest him the guards that was the sign they they didn't they couldn't point him out he had to kiss him for them to know who he was. So for us, we have to understand that walking with God is, is a beautiful thing. And you can never exhaust your ability to know him. Amen. 
There's no, there's, you'll, you'll, we'll be finding out about him for, for eons and ages to come because he's that spectacular. And so it says here in verse 6 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He says, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written... Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God, somebody say, but God. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. How many want to know the things that have been freely given to you by God? He says, these things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man, somebody say natural man. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned or praised. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of who? Of Christ. He says in verse 6, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. This word here, teleos, it means to be full of age, to be grown, to have matured. Now, the thing about this we have to understand is that you can grow old but not mature. So from a spiritual standpoint, it's not just an age thing. It's a maturity thing where I've grown from a spiritual standpoint and now instead of my soul governing me, my mind, will, and emotions governing me and ruling me and my flesh dominating me, now my spirit man has been awakened through the power of the new birth and through the power of the influence of the Holy Spirit in my life. My spirit bears witness with the Holy Spirit that I have become a child of God. And then as a child and being born again, I begin to mature from the inside out. Christianity, y'all, is not something that you just put on. You just start acting like a Christian. Christianity is a trans, as a transform, what's it, what's that word? Transformative. Yeah. A transformative process that takes place on the inside of you and causes you to experience regeneration from the inside out. Now, my spirit man begins to grow and I begin to change from the inside out. And then it begins to express, I begin to express my life externally 
from the inside out. It's not, I'm just going to become a Christian and put it on. It's, I have become a Christian, so now stuff starts coming out. My life begins to, you know, begins to reflect the realities of Christ's nature within me because I've experienced him. I've been born again. And now this is what just comes out of my, my, my being. The Greek word metamorpho is the word we get metamorphosis from. Something is taking place on the inside of you, and now you're becoming more spiritual. You're spiritual because your spirit man is governing you, ruling you, under the influence of the Holy Spirit, and now you're beginning to reflect him. It's not, it's not okay, um, how many scriptures can I learn so I can impress people with my quoting scripture? It's how many scriptures have I learned that have become alive in me? And now the reality of what I'm reading is now being revealed through me on a day-to-day basis because I'm a, I have been born again and have come alive in him. This is what God is looking for from us. And this is spirituality and this is maturity. Now, a mature person in Christ begins to act like Christ, begins to live like Christ, begins to reflect Christ and do the things that Christ would do in that, mo- in that moment. moment. You've, you're li- yielding to him and now his life has become your life. For I am crucified with Christ, but nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. That's spirituality, and now you're becoming spiritual. And there is a rest that takes place within you when you experience the reality of this. There's a peace that surpasses all understanding. There's a yielding to the Holy Spirit's influence, and now you're really beginning to mature in the things of God. Now, we mature by studying the Word. We mature by getting in His presence. We mature by praying. We mature by fasting. We mature by going through this process with God where he begins to teach us the value of denying ourselves, taking up our cross, and following him. All this are part of, our worship is a part of helping us to mature. The spiritual principles that God has laid out in his scripture for growth, we embrace them, then we start to grow and we become spiritual. People look and say, man, that person, something's different about them. Something's different about them. And then sometimes they don't always know how to put their finger on it, but they something's different about them. What's different about her? Something's different. And it's because Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Amen? He says, so, but we speak wisdom. Look at verse 6. Among those who are mature. He says, yet not the wisdom of this age nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. So this tells me that there's a wisdom that is of this age that is not a wisdom that God has ordained. The book of James says that there is a wisdom that is earthly, sensual, and demonic. There is a wisdom of this world that is earthly, it is sensual, and it is demonic. It appeals to people's flesh, but never benefits a person's spirit. And it keeps a person confined to the realities of this world and does not give them access to the mind of God. He says, so this wisdom isn't the wisdom 
that we speak. He says, he says, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to another. There's a wisdom that a lot of the rulers of this age have that is earthly, sensual, and demonic. The pharaohs had it. The rulers of the Babylonian empires had it. Rome had it. Those rulers had it. And you see their kingdoms. They would rise for a while and then they would crumble down. And, and, then, there was a, and then there was all this sensuality associated with it. Earthliness that was just born in secular humanism. And that mindset tries to convince people that they are gods. That humans run the world and run the planet. But I only know one that sits on the throne. Can I have an amen, y'all? And so he says, he says, however, we speak the wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Look what he says in verse 7 and 8. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified, he says, the Lord of glory. But look at verse 9, verses 9 and 10. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor, nor entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his word. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. God reveals them through his spirit. And the spirit of God searches the deep things of God. And then he discloses them to us. He unveils them to us. Now there's so many deep things of God that have been revealed through scripture and God has outlined so many things that he's done concerning our lives. Uh, but but let's, let's keep this in mind, saints. And, and I want to say this the right way. You know, do you really know what God has in store for you? And what he's ordained for, for, for us? And what he's purposed? There's no way you can possibly understand that. And the scripture is going to say this here. And you see, as you see... Without the Holy Spirit's, his presence and his influence, his knowledge, his foreknowledge, him giving you insight into those things. And, and that's what he wants to do in your life. And I'm not just talking about things concerning this life. I'm talking about what he has in store for us and what he's provided for us. And, and I look at verse 11 and something jumps out. It says here in this, in verse 11. For what, know, for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. I got news for you. You and I cannot know God without God. Can I have an amen? Can we praise him for that? You and I cannot know God without God. People, you know, people have tried. They're trying to figure out who God is, what God is, where God is, how God is. And, and there's all this discussion 
about it. The individuals who tried to build the Tower of Babel, they wanted to build the Tower of Babel up to heaven. People, they, they want to know God, but the problem is, is they don't stop and talk to God. There's no way that you and I can know God without the influence of the Spirit of God. There's no way. And so we can read this Bible. We can read this Bible and continue to study it. But until the Holy Spirit turns the lights on, you'll never understand who God is. It takes God, it takes the author for you to understand his writings. You can study it. You can, you can go through all the things that you want historical, prophetic, whatever it is to try to discover God. But until the Holy Spirit sits down with you while you're reading and he says, this is what this means and this is what that means. And we take time to be patient and, and get out of just academia mode and get into discovery and transformation mode. God, I want to discover you on these pages and I want you to reveal yourself to me and I want you to transform me and the more of you that I see in here I want that to be revealed in me I love that the more of you that I see in here I want that to become a part of me I want to be washed by the washing of water by the word of God I want to dive in here if I could dive in here right now if I want to dive in here and I want to, and I want to be going to discovery mode with you, but I need you to help me. Because no one knows the man except the spirit that is in man. No one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. And then he takes those things concerning his character, but then also the things that he has freely given to us, the deep things and he begins to share. He begins to tell you a little bit about justification. That's a deep thing. When you think about that God, through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, and you accepting his blood and repenting of your sins, he justifies you. He relieves you of all blame and guilt and shame. And he declares you righteous in his sight through the power of the sacrifice of his son. It is, you have been justified. It is just as if I'd never sinned a day in my life. And he gave me a fresh start in life and put me on a right path. Well, that's deep, y'all. That's deep. That's the deep things of God. That's one of the deep things of God that he reveals by the power of his spirit. That you're justified. Stop beating yourself up about your past. Stop letting the devil tell you that you'll never change and that your, your past is the only thing and that you don't have, you're just stuck. Don't let the past, your past run you down. Why? Why? Because, because you have revelation through the influence of the Holy Spirit that, man, I have been justified. That he has freed me from all blame and given me a fresh start in life. And I know what I did in my past, but I know what he's doing in my future. That's deep, y'all. That's the deep things of God. When you start thinking about the depths of God's love for us, that he would justify us, that he would redeem us. That that means that I was in the grips of, of sin and the world and, and the devil. 
And then Jesus died to purchase me back, to redeem me, and then and get me a fresh start and take me out of the hands of the world. Take me out of the hands of my flesh. Take me out of the hands of the devil. And the devil can stop it. As soon as I said, I repent, I need you, Lord, come into my life, forgive me of my sins, then Jesus stepped in. Can I have an amen? That one right there, the blood is enough. I'm taking it back from you. Get your hands off of them, devil. I'm taking them back. I redeemed them. I bought them back. I purchased them. He belongs to me. He's all mine. You can't have them. Don't make me run up in here. Don't make me run. I start thinking about it. That's deep. That's the deep thing of God. When you start thinking about redemption and how Jesus purchased you, And the Holy Spirit starts to really convince you and remind you that, you know what? You have been purchased. You have been bought with a price. You have been bought with a price. I thank God for redemption. Because I know the road I was on. And I know I couldn't help myself and nobody else could help me. But when somebody started telling me about Jesus and the power of his blood and his forgiveness of sins and his willingness to change my life, whoo, my goodness. And then I started studying this and the Holy Spirit started getting in my mind and started helping me to understand that you have been bought with a price. That you have been redeemed. Stop acting like the old person. Stop acting like you're still in bondage. This is not you anymore. The king has captured you. My goodness. That's deep, y'all. And then when you start thinking about, you just start thinking about, about being born again. That's deep. All of us were born into sin and shaped in iniquity. You don't have to teach a kid how to do bad. Our nature is flawed. Our nature is flawed. And I don't care what color you are. Your nature is flawed. And, and, and let me remind all of us in here. All of us came from Adam. And you know how all of us came from Adam? How I really know? Regardless of your skin pigmentation. Because all I got to do is look at you. What you're doing from the inside out proves that we all came from the same source and we all need to be born again. Can I have an amen? We all have the same sinful nature. Then God has to come in and he gives us an opportunity to be born again. And through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, he causes us to be born again. He infuses within us his divine nature And then causes us to experience a newness of life from the inside out. There's a war going on in the inside of all of us on a day-to-day basis. There's There's a good you in Christ and there's a bad you in Adam. And every day you deny the old you and embrace the new you. And the new you begins to spring forth. Man, that's deep right there. Now that's deep that you can be born again. Not of the flesh, but of the Spirit. And what happens is the the Holy Spirit, He's the one that causes us to understand the depths of this. 
and how deep it was that Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, would get into an earthen shell, live a perfectly perfect life, overcome this, over, this, this, this earthen shell, live a sinless, sinless life, and then say, as a kinsman redeemer, I'm going to, as a representative of the human, humankind, I am going to take upon all the sins of the world and I'm going to die for them, but I'm not going to stay there. I'm going to rise on the third life, the third day, so the same life that I have is the same life I'm giving. <laughs> My goodness. Is the same life I'm giving them now. And the same way I overcame in the earthen shell, they're going to overcome in the earthen shell. And the same way I rebuke the devil, they're going to rebuke the devil. And this, I'm preaching today. I'm preaching today. I'm talking about the deep things of God. Elder Marvin, I'm talking about the deep things of God this morning. I'm talking about the deep. Now that's deep. And the Holy Spirit starts to give you insight in the things that He's freely given to us. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of The Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email. Thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925 925- 292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.